Welcome to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. A show designed to help you discover your true identity in Christ. You have a purpose, and it's our desire to see it fulfilled through the powerful love of our Savior Jesus Christ. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're tuning in today. And we're here again in the studio, just me and Megan. Yes, Tim is out on assignment, and so we are going to be talking to you about a really important topic today. I tell you, it's it has been kind of a rough two weeks for me personally, and just a lot of loss with the uh, pandemic that's going on, and then all of the other things going on around the world. We're definitely living in a time when darkness is filling the earth, and gross darkness is covering the people. But God says, hey, take heart. And this comes out of Isaiah 60. He says, arise and shine for thy light has come. He's telling us that this is our moment to shine and show people who Jesus Christ is. And so we shouldn't be fearful. You know, I said this has been a couple of difficult weeks for me personally, just the loss in families and and dear friends of ours. And so we mourn with those who mourn, right? And we rejoice with those who rejoice, reminding ourselves that those are the very things that Christ would do. And so we fulfill the law of Christ when we do that, when we bear ye one another's burdens. And so we have to really be prepared in the day that we live in to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we're going to be talking actually about the book of Jude today. I think it's a very, a very timely message, a very timely letter that was written uh, by Jude. And it's something that we all need to consider today. We need to consider our ways, consider to reflect. You know, we're actually, Megan, did you know this, that yesterday was the uh, new year on the Jewish calendar. Did you know that? You know, God has a calendar. We go by the Gregorian calendar here in the West, and pretty much most of the world goes by the Gregorian calendar. But God's people in Jerusalem, the Jews, they still follow God's calendar that was set up back in ancient times. And yesterday was the new year, like New Year's Eve on God's calendar. And so we've entered into a new year on God's time. And what happens when you cross over into the new year on God's calendar is you enter into what's called the 10 days of awe, A-W-E, like God is awesome. He is full of awe. He is full of wonder. He is majestic in all of his ways. He is 
awesome. And so the first 10 days on God's calendar are days of reflection and repentance. And so over the next 10 days from sundown yesterday to sun up on the 10th day are days where the Jewish people spend time. They spend time looking back at their year and considering and reflecting on the things that happened in their personal lives, in their family, in their community, probably in their businesses, in their churches. They just really reflect on everything and and give that to the Lord. And also, we always have areas we need to repent, right? We're just not perfect people. That's a real shocker, right? <laughs> Newsflash, only Jesus was perfect. But thank God we serve a merciful and loving and kind God who gives us opportunity to consider, just to consider well our lives and where we might be able to surrender more to God, where we might be able to let go and pray more, perhaps, uh, handle things a little bit differently, perhaps, things we need to change. And those are moments where we can really prepare our heart for what's coming up in the future. And I would say that probably we're living in some of the most amazing, marvelous, miraculous times known to humanity. Uh, Also trying times, right? Lots of chaotic things going on. We have, of course, uh, coronavirus, the Delta variant. You know, they say spreading like wildfire. I can say that I've had uh, more than my share of losses in friends and family over the past couple of weeks, all of them to the Delta variant. And while 99% of people recover from this virus, which is good news, friends, <laughs> that is good news. You know, if we focus often on the the you know, the bad news, the the disheartening things that are taking place around us, and we don't consider the big picture of that, sometimes we can feel very, very overwhelmed by everything that's going on. But we have lots to rejoice about, even in the midst of sorrow from loss and things like that. So we have, you know, all of this going on around us, which causes us some consternation, it causes us to be unsettled, maybe you know, questioning, you know, God, where are you in these things? We need your help. We're praying. What are you doing? Where, where can we find you? We're looking, we're asking for miracles. We want to see miracle signs and wonders. And, and we just are ready, you know, and sometimes I think life as it unfolds, and certainly in this last year plus with the pandemic, with the lockdown, down, the loss of jobs, the loss of economy, the rebuilding, the transitioning of government, the focus on race and division and, and all of the aftermath of a pandemic and vaccines and all of that. I think that we've become a very polarized people, a very divided people. And so we need to wake up. 
We really need to wake up and consider some things that we are not of this world. We are citizens of heaven. We are children of God. If Jesus is your Lord, and if he is not, just stay tuned with me. This is your answer. Jesus is the only sure thing that we are going to have in our lives throughout our entire life. You need the peace of God. You're not going to be able to have it unless Jesus is your Lord. And so we, we've got to get into this place where we know that we have need of a Savior. We're not perfect people, but he was perfect. He died on the cross for our sins. And, and so we need to receive that salvation from him, that free gift. And we do that by acknowledging that we need a Savior first off, that there's none perfect among us. And God has instituted his His commands and his way of, of righteousness and being right. I mean, you know, God's law was really for our good, right? It's not meant to be drudgery. God knew what would hurt us. And if we would make certain decisions and live our lives in certain ways, you know, that could bring, bring, you know, poor consequences, bad consequences, destruction upon our life. So really, God's 10 commandments were really just a way of living that would keep us walking in peace and prosperity, right? That's what the word says. So it's super simple. We we need Jesus so that we can live the life of peace, so that we can have that prosperity of heaven. I, I'm so thankful that my life is not built on silver or gold. Like, you know, my money, my bank account does not determine whether I'm walking in peace or grace or joy or love or comfort. Those things come from God and God alone. And so he gives us things that money will never be able to buy. But when we belong to him, you know, I had a pastor in Florida that said, you know what, if, if the economy falls and collapses and, and we lose all of our money, he said, if we are going to be trading in beans and chickens, then I believe the, that the people of God are going to have an abundance of beans and chicken to live on, right? Because God multiplies what we have in our hand. Uh, that's not really what I want to talk about today. I'm just I'm just really making a point here that we are living in very uncertain times. And, you know, this program is entitled Unshakable. Why? Because we are talking about the things that make for your peace, the ways that you can live so that you will live an unshakable life in uncertain times, so that your faith will be strong, immovable, and unshakable, so that you will have peace in the storm, so that you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine that comes along. You know, we, I was just reading a little bit. I, I've been picking up this book lately. And, you know, Megan, have you ever heard of a man by the name of David Wilkerson? No. Well, David Wilkerson, he, he was from Texas, actually, but he God allowed him to build a big church in New York City right there on Times Square, and it became a very large church, but he he went to New York City by the leading of the Lord probably back in the 1980s, and he's in heaven with God now, but God gave him a vision back in the 70s, and I was just a little girl then, Megan. I was like 10 years old 
when he got this vision from God. And he wrote it in a book. And I've, I've had that book, a dear friend, Michelle Baker, gave it to me years ago when we were moving to Texas. I'd heard about it, heard people talk about it, and but I'd never read it. And so she gave me the book. And I have been picking that book up quite a bit over the last week, just reading little excerpts from the book. And I, I don't have the book with me today to read any of it. And frankly, if I read it, you know, it might cause you even further consternation. But I will tell you today, a lot of what he wrote in that book that God showed him back in the 70s, it's entitled The Vision. You can actually download a PDF of the book for free now. But, but you know, a lot of what God showed him was going to happen in the last days is happening right now. I mean, almost verbatim. It's amazing. And when we read it, we don't want to read it in a way that it would frighten us because God has revealed these truths to other men and women of God over the years. One of them was John Paul Jackson. You can go onto YouTube. You you can find where he's talking about what God revealed to him and entitled to him the perfect storm, the coming perfect storm. And he talks about it. I don't know how many parts there is to it with John Paul Jackson, but basically, if you put what John Paul Jackson saw right next to what David Wilkerson received from the Lord, they're almost mirror images. You know, it's like David Wilkerson was the prophet of his day, and John Paul Jackson was the prophet of his day, and coincidentally, well, maybe not coincidentally, but as God would have it, that's a better way to say it, uh, John Paul Jackson is also with with God in heaven as well, and he's been, been gone from the earth now for probably six or seven years, mighty man of God, he so had the Father's heart, it was such a beautiful thing to listen to him, so if you want to you want to do some study and listen to the things that he shares he doesn't just share what God sh- you know showed him to scare people he also shares with you how like I'm going to today how we can remain solid and secure in our faith how we can be unmoved in these times how we can be excited about these times. These are times that many of us, myself being in the church for a very long time, I'm sure Megan's dad, Tim, he's seen these times coming. We've all prayed about them and rejoiced over them. Here they are. They've come upon us in this season. And so, you know, to do anything other than rejoice and be excited about what God's going to do through his people in this time would would really be to actually misalign ourselves. In other words, we're not aligning with God if we don't understand what God is doing in this hour. And if we don't have the heart of the father, because, you know, what's the number one thing that God is concerned about? Do you know, Megan, number one thing God wants to happen right now? What would you guess that might be? Okay, I'm going to tell you, it's salvation. He wants all men and women and children to come to the knowledge of Christ. So all of these things that are happening around the world, they're not God. God's not the author of that, right? Because John 10.10 says that it's who? The devil. It's the devil who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So everything that we see going on around the world right now, whether it's governmental, whether it's health health concerns, whether, you know, because God's not the author of disease. He's, he's not. Jesus 
his victory on the cross, it says he overcame sickness and disease, that we've been delivered from sickness and disease. And so God's not the author of that. And, and he said in his word, you know, the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to divide. He comes to, to cause people to hate one another for there to be anger and bitterness. Jesus came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. So we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break, but I want you to stay tuned because God is about to empower you with the truth that you need for this season. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. My name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Feel the joy. 104.3. Joy FM. You're listening 
to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're glad you're tuning in today. If you missed the first segment, I was talking about just the state of affairs that are unfolding around us today in the United States of America. You know, I know that we, you know, we're not special here in this nation. What's happening here is happening around the world. We know the pandemic has definitely affected the entire world, the the COVID-19 virus. So the whole world has been affected and, and different nations are in various places of lockdown. And, and I think there's only one nation that said, you know what, we're just going to let immunity take its course. And it's somewhere over around Sweden. I don't know that it is Sweden. It might be Denmark, uh, Norway, up in that area. But that particular nation just said, you know what, we're going to handle this just like we handle the flu or any other thing that affects people. And, and guess what? They don't have, they're not having what's going on here in their nation because they let, you know, that's the thing. I want, I want to just say this. We're going to get back into John 10, 10, and we're going to end up in the book of Jude today, just talking about how to live an unshakable life in uncertain times, because we, we really are living in uncertain times. And, and here's the thing about immunity. You know, God created our bodies. Think of this. When we were in the garden before the fall of man, our bodies were created to live forever. They were perfect. And it wasn't until sin came in and corrupted that our bodies started to die and decay, right? That's what sin is. Sin is death. And we just mentioned John 10.10, and Megan mentioned that she and maybe her family were talking about John 10.10 just yesterday. You know, the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And when he deceived Eve, and then Adam was deceived as well, and then they disobeyed God by eating that fruit from the knowledge of the tree of or the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I'll get that right. But, you know, when when they fell, their bodies started to decay. And then, of course, they were put out of the garden. But if you remember, when they went out of the garden, people lived to be like Methuselah was almost a thousand years old, right? So, So when God said, enough with you wretched sinners, remember, and the flood came, Noah and all the ark and all of that, he, what he said to the hum, human race at that time, he said, I will not contend with you forever. So I'm going to give you X number of years after, you know, the earth is replenished with humanity following, following the flood, because our bodies, which, which, I think it was David, yeah, wrote in the Psalm 139, he said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So God created this body of ours to fight off disease, to fight off viruses, to fight off the bacteria. And depending on the health of our immune system, that's what it's called, our immune system, depending on the health of our immune system, what determines the health of the immune system, what we eat, 
right? What we are exposed to in the environment. All of those things will determine our, our level of health and wellness. And, and so the reason why I bring this up is because the, the nation over there uh, around Sweden who decided we're not going to lock down, we're just going to let this, this virus run like the flu or, or any other sickness that comes and let people's bodies naturally build up immunity to it. You know, once you're exposed, your body immediately starts to create antibodies and, and to build up a defense about it. You know, when I was a kid, Megan, you might be shocked by this. Like, I didn't know what bottled water was. We didn't have bottled water in the 1960s. So, you know, when we were outside playing in the dirt, eating the dirt, probably, and Lord knows what else we were putting in our mouth, but, but we drank out of the water hose. And nobody was concerned that the water coming out of the water hose wasn't filtered, it was just coming from where it was coming from. I grew up on a lake. Our pump probably pumped water out of the lake. And, and she's making a face right now like, ew! You know, so, but when, when we put those things in our body, our body naturally fights off whatever is foreign to the body. So when we prevent our bodies from doing what God created them naturally to do, fight off disease, fight off sickness, fight off, you know, whatever it is that's foreign that's been put in our body, then, then you know, it's almost like man taking the place of God. Like we're going to, we're going to make sure your body is healthy instead of letting what God created fight it off, you know, and, and, you know, these bodies weren't meant to live forever either. So, so anyway, I just kind of share that as really a glory to God that, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We're perfectly made, even though we live in an imperfect world where sin has corrupted everything. And these bodies are at, at, Someday, if Jesus is our Lord, we're going to get a glorified body that's going to be perfect. It will be restored to that that fullness that God de- desired for it to be back in the garden. And so, you know, I, I just want to share that because we get so worked up and we're so fearful, we're so anxious, we're so, you know, some people are depressed and we should be as Christians so excited about what we see unfolding because we see that our redemption is drawing nigh. And so today I talked about at the top of the hour, I talked about the fact that we were going to get into the book of Jude and... Uh, I do want to actually, I said we we're going to, we're just going to reread John 10, 10. Y'all don't mind if I jump around a little bit here. Uh, but John 10, 10, I want to read it out of the scripture. It says this, the thief or the devil does not come except to steal, to kill and to destroy. And this is Jesus speaking. I have come that they, that's me, that's Megan, they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives life for the sheep, but a hireling, uh, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. You know, that's what the enemy wants to do. He has no concern 
for you or me. Everything that he's about is destruction, death. He wants to steal from you. He wants to steal every good thing that Jesus has given to us through his word and and through this life in Christ that we live. And so we've got to be on guard, friends. We have just got to be on guard, especially in this time. We should be rejoicing because we see all the good that God is uh, about to do, right? Uh, we, we can identify what is Satan's work, like the polarization of ideas, the division of people, even Christians taking side with this or that, you know, uh, how we feel about vaccines, how we feel about critical race theory, how we feel about, about you know, gender identity issues, polarizing the church in a great way. And so we've got to get into a posture in Christ where we are able to stand, where we know our God, know his character, and we are going to to endure. Friend, Jesus said those who endure to the end will be saved. So that means that that what the time that we're living in is going to require some endurance. And I know a lot of people have felt like over this past year, and especially with a lot of governmental matters, maybe you're upset about what's happened in Afghanistan and the lack of leadership and and the lack of of true compassion towards those who have helped and loved us and furthered the cause of freedom around the world, love the Afghan people and done their best to keep them safe and secure and away from from the enemies and terrorists that that are so rampant and now are in in ruling status over there right now because we left but perhaps those things have caused you consternation and fear and doubt and worry so we've got to stir ourselves back up we've got to get back in there we've got to remember that that what the enemy is doing what we see unfolding around us that is the work of satan We're not going to participate in that. In other words, we're not going to allow ourselves to be divided in disunity and hate our brother and argue and contend and all that. No, we're going to stand with God. I've always said this, and I will say it till I take my last breath in this earth, that I will take my stand with God. It's either in the word or I'm not doing it. It's either in the name of Jesus or I'm not doing it. it it's going to be God and God alone. Jesus and Jesus alone. I am one of those people that says Jesus only. And uh, we need to get back to that place if we say that we're a believer. But I think the book of Jude is one of the most marvelous books. It's a one chapter book. It's 25 verses. And it is a blueprint for living our lives today. Jude, when he wrote this letter, he calls himself a bond servant in verse one, which that word bond servant means to be set apart for a purpose. And Jude fully understood his purpose. And he's writing this letter to fellow believers because people have come into the church to disrupt, to divide, to bring destruction upon the believers. And he's writing this letter to them to tell them the kind of posture that they need to take so that they can endure to the end. In verse three, he says, writes some amazing words. He says, beloved, 
beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you instead to exhort you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. He goes on in verse four and he writes, for certain men have crept in, and I would say women too, crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for condemnation. They're ungodly. They turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So he is talking about the false Christ. He's talking about the false prophets. He's talking about the false teachers. He's talking about the mockers, the scoffers, the divisive people that come in to destroy what God is doing. And so he's telling them, listen, you're going to have to contend earnestly for the faith. And this is what it means. There are five different meanings of it in the Greek. I want to read them to you really quickly. Number one, it means to be an unflinching witness. Like in the face of evil, we are unflinching. Number two, it means that we don't change our mind based on the crowd. In other words, you know, Megan, you're young, right? You're young. And you're in a season of your life when some might say that peer pressure is at its highest, like your friends, those that are closest to you, that they might be able to sway you because of all of them going in one direction. But you know, in your heart, God is saying to you, don't go that direction. I want you to go my direction. I want you to take my pathway. You know, and sometimes peer pressure can be difficult. You know, it can be difficult to overcome. But if we make the choice today, we're going to go God's way and we're not going to follow, be a follower of men, really a follower of friends, a follower of the crowd. You know, I often think that the pathway that the crowd takes is a well, really worn down, well-traveled road or pathway. But the pathway that leads to God, what did Jesus say? It's a narrow way and it leads to life and few will find it. And so we've got to make the choice today. We're going to take that way of life. We're going to go God's way, even if all of our friends are going a different way. And I think that, you know, as we get closer and closer to the time of, you know, the, I believe there'll be a rapture of the church before Jesus comes again. So closer and closer to the time that the church is raptured out of here, it, it's going to be increasingly a greater opportunity, I would say, to follow after the crowd rather than following after God. And so we've just got to make the choice. We're going with God no matter what. He's our leader. We're following him. We know his voice. We're not following the stranger. So we're going to continue this conversation and talk about maintaining your life in God on the other side. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. 
Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at laurieclifton.com. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're glad you're tuning in. Listen, if you missed the first two segments of this program, you want to you know, catch those on the podcast. So just go to where any podcast is available for download. You can find it Unshakable with Charlana Kelly. And today we are just talking about how to navigate the times that we're living in. It's very chaotic. Darkness is filling the earth. You know, God said we should be arising and shining. Our light should be shining all throughout the earth so that people would know Christ, you know, come to know Christ, come to the light, come to us as Isaiah 60 prophesies that arise and shine for that light has come for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness is covering the earth, gross darkness, the people, but your light is going to shine and God is going to send kings, even magistrates to your 
brightness so that you can tell them about Jesus. So how do we maneuver these times? How do we keep ourselves stirred up in the faith and, and walking with God so that, so that we are not overcome with fear, worry, anxiety, doubt, depression, all of those things. We should recognize that the things that we have hoped and longed for in Christ are coming upon us in this hour. No one knows the day or the hour that, you know, the church will be raptured or the appointed time of his return, but we do know that he will defeat once and for all Satan and all of his minions, and there will be a season, a millennial reign with him where Satan will will not be able to to operate within that structure, that that structure of that time in the earth, uh, he will eventually come out of of his bondage after that millennial reign. I'm not going to go too far into that, but a season of peace and rest is going to come upon the earth during that millennial reign. And we're going to be ruling and reigning with Jesus. So we were looking at the book of Jude because Jude wrote a perfect letter to us for this time. And he said that we should be contending earnestly in the faith at this moment in time because of all of the faults, all of the deception that has filled the earth in this time and friends it's going to continue to happen so contending earnestly we were talking about what that means in the greek i mentioned in the last segment number one it meant it means to be unflinching it means to be an unflinching witness that we shouldn't change based on what the crowd is doing. We were talking about that, about following the narrow road, taking the narrow road that leads to life. Jesus said, few would find it, but broad would be the way that would lead to death and many would go that way. We don't want to go that way. So we've got to be a a follower of God, a follower of the word, a follower of Jesus. And even if all our friends decided to take that broad way, we've got to be willing to go against the grain and say, no, I'm not going to go that way. I want you all to follow me in that narrow path. But, you know, we can't we can't force people to go the right way. We can only, you know, lead them. Hopefully they'll go. We can try as much as we can, but in the end, it's their choice. We've also, number three, in earnestly contending for the faith, we've got to speak up. We've got to share the truth with people. That's what a witness does. A witness testifies, and it's our testimony that will cause us to overcome in this hour. Revelation twelve eleven says that. We have to live an uncompromised life. Friend, I'm telling you those churches in the book of Revelation, there were there were five churches that got a a uh, they got some judgment from Jesus. They two got a commendation and two got a a a correction from Jesus. And the progression of sin does this in the life of a believer. First, we fall out of love with Jesus. We become judgmental and harsh towards sinners. The next thing is we compromise. And complacency also breeds compromise. And so we've got to stir ourselves up in our most holy faith. We've got to get in there and love Jesus all the more. Love his word, love his ways. And and we've got to resist the compromise. But if we don't resist the compromise and we keep on compromising, eventually what will happen is we will become corrupt 
That's what happened in those churches. So much corruption took place in those churches that they became an advocate for sin. And we see this today in the West, especially, but probably around the world, where Christians have become, whole denominations for that matter, have become advocates for sin and rewriting the Bible, saying Jesus didn't say things that he did, removing things from the scripture. You know, that is full on taking place today inside the church universal. And so those are the people, corrupt people, corrupt believers that will will receive uh, a judgment regarding that if they don't return, if they don't repent and return. So we don't want to compromise and contending earnestly for the faith requires that we be faithful. So those are the things that we want to talk about. And, and you know, Jude writes masterfully this This letter is a one-chapter epistle. It's 25 verses, and starting in verse 20, he gives us a little blueprint for maintaining our life with God. So I want to read that to you really quick, and we're going to have a little discussion about it. He says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And on some have compassion, making a distinction, but on others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. So I want to break this down and talk about it a little bit in the balance of this segment. First off, he says to you and I, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, he tells us to build ourselves up on our most holy faith. Build yourself up. Now, how do we do that? Megan, do you know how we might do that? Just give me a couple of things how we might do that. Building ourselves up on our faith. What gives us faith to begin with? Um, well, there's prayer. Prayer. Awesome. That's right. you think of anything else? Um. The word. Yes, the word. And then there's one thing that 103 or 104.3 Joy FM does for us 24-7. Um, worshiping. Worship. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So Megan is exactly right. Prayer, reading the word, and worshiping. And those are things that we should do every day. And Jude is confirming that here. He's saying, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying, praying, which is what Megan mentioned first, in the Holy Spirit. And so every day, friend, I was telling the church last Sunday, my part in church service is that that I get up, I give a little word of encouragement or share something that the Lord has put on my heart, and then I take a couple of praise reports, and then the prayer requests, and then we pray. 
And so in church on Sunday, I was telling the church that I don't think I've ever lived in a time when I, when I felt as urgent to pray and not just pray for everyone I'm praying for, which I do. You know, I just, every time somebody comes up in my thinking now, I'm just like, Lord, you know what's going on in their life. You know, help them, comfort them, heal them, provide for them, whatever it is that they need. So this is a moment in history, and especially in the history of my life, where I feel more compelled to pray than I ever have in all of my life. And I don't mind telling you all that I, I'm going to be 59 this year. I'll be 60 next year in 2022. And so, you know, I've lived a few years. That's the only reason why I bring that up. I have a little bit of experience here living and and walking with the Lord and understanding the word and how to apply it in my life and what makes for a life that is truly surrendered and given to God. And prayer is a key for building yourself up on your most holy faith. It's so interesting to me and and not accidental that Jude chose those words. I mean, this is the epitome of a faith level, a strong in faith, a committed in faith, and it's praying in the Holy Spirit. You know, what does that mean? That just means our prayers are led by the Holy Spirit. And actually, I love something that Romans 8 says that in our weakness, when we don't know what we ought to pray, uh, what to pray as we ought to pray, the scripture says that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. And it says, with groanings and utterances that cannot be understood, albeit he is praying out the perfect will of God. So as we are praying, even in our weakness, when we sigh and say, God, I just don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit does, because he knows the perfect will of God. And so we're praying in the Holy Spirit. We're being led by the Spirit of God in our prayers. That's why I take it pretty seriously when I think of someone. I'm not just, oh, that's so nice. I hope she's doing good today. Now, I really believe that's the Holy Spirit telling me to pray for that person to reach out to them. Verse 21 says that we should keep, it says, keep yourself in the love of of God. So this keep, this word keep here means to endeavor with great intention to be in the love of God. Like that's our pursuit. And I say this often, if we're not praying from the love of God in our heart, then oftentimes we're praying outside of the will of God because God is love, right? Paul wrote that everything within us should be rooted and grounded in the love of God. And so our prayers need to spring out of that love. Like love is the license to speak to someone. And also love is like, is like the, the, the force of our prayer, The force of our prayer is that, you know, I love Megan. I want the best for Megan. So when I pray for Megan, I'm not going to pray a half-hearted prayer. I'm not going to pray for her and pray, uh, you know, well, Lord, you know, she's, you know, whatever. Help her if you can. No, we have a helper. God will help her. You know, she she has a great future. And so I want to pray from the posture 
of God's love for her that says she's more than a conqueror, an overcomer in Christ Jesus. She's a daughter of the king. She's got everything that pertains to life and godliness already on the inside of her. Let her mind be the mind of Christ. Let every decision she makes spring forth out of the wisdom of God. Increase her wisdom. Say that's a different postured prayer than just help her if you can. Or Let your will be done in Megan's life. Now, I know at least part of what the will of God is for her life because I know what the word of God says about her life. You know, there are intricacies about Megan that I don't know, but God knows and God can bring those to pass in her life. So we need to keep with great intention ourselves in the love of God. And as we keep ourselves in the love of God, he says here, writes here, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. You know, my pastor preached a powerful message last night, Wednesday night. He talked about how David, when he his own son was chasing him to murder him, Absalom, he had the Ark of the Covenant with him. And in that Ark of the Covenant was the power and the presence of God. If you had that in your possession, you pretty much had the protection of God, the, the blessing and favor of God with you. And so David could have kept that Ark with him and, and he would have won every battle. He would, have, he would have overcome every situation. But you know what he did? He sent the Ark back to Jerusalem where they needed the power and presence of God. See, that's, that's the mercy of God right there. He didn't care about his own life. He cared about the future of God's people. We're going to continue this conversation and wrap up here in the next segment. But I want you to think about your enemies right now. Extend mercy to them. Send to them the presence and power of God. That is what they need. So pray that for them. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. 
Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dodson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're glad you're tuning in today. You're just here at the very end of the program. So if you want to hear the entire program where we're talking about just the state of affairs that we're living in, how to live an unshakable life, how to maintain your life in God, looking at the book of Jude, then catch us on the podcast where podcasts are, you know, all those platforms where you can find them, Spotify, iTunes, you can find them on 1043joyfm.com as well. And, you know, let us know that you're listening and that you like them. Give us a like and a follow and we'd really appreciate that. I'm wrapping up here in this segment. I want to make just one last point about maintaining your life with God. And Jude writes in verses 22 and 23, he says that on some we should have compassion, making a distinct distinction, but on others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. What he's saying there is we're maintaining our life in God, that we should still be reaching out and helping people. And we should be able to tell the difference in who needs compassion a loving friend, uh, a mother type figure, a mentor, a supporter in their life and and give them what they need. Be a friend and, and release to them what they need. But there are others that we need to snatch them out of the fire. We really do need to have compassion upon our fellow Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, people that God has stationed all around us. And the Holy Spirit will help you to know who needs what and at what time. So we just need to be bold and courageous in this hour, but we need to contend earnestly for the faith. We need to make our decision that we're going to stay with God. We're going to endure to the end and we are going to make a difference. That's why we're here. We're here to fulfill what God has in his heart. That is salvation for humanity. 
Christianity. Friend, if you're listening today and Jesus is not your Lord, I have to tell you that the things I've been talking about are not yet for you. You need to give your life to Jesus. And if ever there was a time in all of history, I would say now Today is the day of salvation. Just repent of your sins. Say, I believe you're the son of God. I believe you came as my savior. Ask him to come into your heart, be your Lord and savior. And when you do that, friend, your name is in the book of life and all of heaven rejoices. If you did that, send us a text, 936-931-7770. I have a special gift for you and I will send it out in the mail to you. It will help you along your way as you walk with Christ. Listen, it's been an awesome day together. Thanks for tuning in. We love you so much and we appreciate you listening to the program love to hear from you anytime but mark this day this time because we'll be back here next week with a special guest and we're going to continue the conversation about living an unshakable life in uncertain times you've been listening to unshakable with charlana kelly vanessa dotson and tim lowry Unshakable is a ministry of Speak Truth Media. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can mail your gifts to Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835. That's Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835. Until next time, remember to stay strong in the Lord so that you too can be Unshakable. Unshakable.